And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater.
wouldn't be bursting with curiosity about me. Ready to talk, son. I am. If you'll listen. That's what I'm here for. Jim Miller's my name. As a kid, I went right out of reformatory into jail. Number 106317 was my name for ten years. 106317. Every night before turning in, I swore that 106317 was how many it would cost society to square accounts with me. Society? I seem to the name of Tom Reed. It, it just happened to be Tom Reed. It could have been Dick Nobody or Harry Anybody. How did it begin? was a day out of jail, hanging around the docks, wondering where I could catch the price of a drink. A big liner had just come in out of the fog, one of those pleasure liners. I watched the passengers come off, without a care in the world. Among them was Tom Reed, dressed to kill. My eyes kept wandering over to him, and the thought kept jabbing at me. That there was a man I could be if I played my cards right. We were about the same age and build, except that Reed was a little pale around the gills. All Reed had on me was a bankrupt. A car rolled up, and Reed went to him. I went after him. What scheme I had in my mind, I'm not clear on anymore. It might have been the ring on his middle finger, or the pounds he flashed when he tipped the kid and brought the car. Or maybe I was. Just going to catch me? Anyhow, there I was over the car, staring at it, tongue tied. Yes? Is there something about? Yes. Yeah. Driving north? Hitchhiking? Yeah. Well, hop in. Into my head. I am reading your thoughts. 
was the blind uncle. Anybody home? I could hear an echo hanging in the air. And then I heard a tapping coming at me out of the shadows. Uncle Walter came towards me, feeling his way with a cane. An old guy with more wrinkles than face. His hand reached for me. I could feel my flesh crawling. Job? Hello? Uncle Walter? Give me your hat and everything. Of course. It's been so long since I felt the warmth of a reed hat. Your cablegram from the boat was a surprise. Was it? I thought you would not leave Honolulu if you wouldn't risk a trip. Why not? Um, my heart. Oh, my poor child. <laughs> oh, perhaps I'll argue the doctors. Your voice, it's, it's changed. For the better? It's deeper. I'll blame it on the Honolulu climate. Even your speech. What about that? It lacks a... The reed refinement. Oh, blame that on Honolulu English. They make a professor talk like a customer in six months. Well, it's been a, a long time, Uncle. Yes, it's been a long time. I'd like to retire. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, of course, you'll want to be rested tomorrow for your cousin Margaret's arrival. Margaret? She's coming tomorrow? How is Margaret? Oh, she's grown into a fine woman. She'll make you a good wife, Tom. When do the wedding bells ring out? The day you take your inheritance, as your father wished it. You're displeased, Tom? No, it's just that I never understood why my father made marrying a condition. The way I am. One jump ahead of the undertaker. Margaret's the daughter of an old school friend your father knew out east. You and Margaret were playmates as children, and your father wanted someone close to have his money after you. This letter here is from Margaret. It came the other day. If you'd care to read it. Thank you, I'll read it in bed. Good night, nephew. Good night, Uncle Walter. Will it feel 
marrying a man who played with as a child 15 years ago. And will you like me too, dear Uncle Walter? So Margaret didn't know Tom Reed from Adam. All I had to do was to keep the act going for three days, grab the money, and leave. Next morning, I drove into the village. I wanted to buy a paper and some odds and ends. I'd left the village store when a fat little man in a seaman's outfit had been hanging about inside followed me up. I started up a car. And he drifted over. Right, why do you drift? Uh, how did you guess? <laughs> the car. It's the cab Reed hired yesterday. Can I catch a lift with you? You're going to White Oaks? Yes. Tom Reed's guest. Name is Brand. All right? I'll hop in. Are you a, a friend of Tom's? Well, I was purser on the ship he came over on. We hit it off. I got invited to his wedding. Friendly chap, Reed. Rich, but genuine. Hammer speed. With every mile, the car brought me closer to reunion with someone who no longer existed. I had a choice of two things make a clean breast of everything or stop Bran before he got to White House. I didn't have to choose. Bran made my mind up for me. He threw a sudden bombshell. What did you do with Tom Reed? I don't understand. You're wearing Reed's clothing. You're driving his car. You paid for some junk at the store. You showed Reed's wallet. You needn't sweat. He can do business. For how much? Half, if you're just masquerading. All, if you killed him. I didn't kill him. The heart attack did. I, I just ditched the body. Is it... Uh, 
mouth shut at some rabbits. Any luck? No, no, I'm a bad shot. Too bad. Am I on the right road to White Oaks? You wouldn't be Margaret. Yes. I'm Margaret. Hello. I'm Tom Reed. You're Tom. Disappointed? Don't mind my staring. I'll win, Dad. She wasn't just staring. She was accusing me with her eyes. Perhaps she knew I wasn't on Reed. She hadn't seen Reed since childhood, but maybe there'd been an exchange of photographs. I couldn't let her run blabbing to White Oaks. After Brand, I was up to my neck in it. There was no turning back anymore. Aren't you going to show me the way, Tom? The way you keep staring. Why? Just bad manners. But you're still staring. I'm... I'm sorry. She couldn't control her eyes. I followed the direction of her stare and then... Suddenly, it hit me. Murder was written all over me. There was blood on my clothes. It was as if... Bran's corpse was standing beside me, telling the world. You came at a bad time. You, you killed somebody. In there. That's what those shots were. You killed Uncle Walter. Uncle Walter. And you're not Tom Reed. <laughs> You've got a picture of him? Yes. And nice and frank. Well, why don't you scream? I'd rather do this. Stay exactly where you are. Do you know how to use it, that gun? Try me and see. Yes. Yes, I've got to try you. Whether I like it or not, I've got to... No. Uh, nice shooting for a girl. My turn now. She bit my elbow. I drilled her clean through the temple. Her shooting first made it easy for me. In a way, it was like self-defense. I was still killing myself. Funny, I met a girl and killed her all in less than five minutes. The 100,000 was coming a lot harder than I thought. I drove her car and all as far into the woods as I could get and shot back to White Oaks. Playing air for a couple of days was out now. I was running out of time. The plan now was to grab what was in the safe, one way or another, and get as far from the two corpses and the blind uncle as I could get. I got to the safe and began to work at the dials. Uh, and then I heard Uncle Walter tapping his way towards me. John? John? Yes, Uncle? Give me your hand, nephew. Where? Where is it? Here. <laughs> what do you do, read palms with your fingers? Yes, nephew. There are flakes of dirt on your palm. As if you've had your hands on the ground. <laughs> Not bad, you ought to be a detective. And there's an odor. The smell of blood. Let go of my hand. What's wrong, John? Listen. I've got a gun in my hand, pointing right at you. You're going to tap your way to that floor safe and open it. With no stalling and no questions. Perhaps no questions. That's right. 
don't know the combination from memory. You don't? If you listen, the combination is on a memorandum pad in the library desk. Get it. He tapped his way along the floor to the desk, stopped over the drawer, then stayed there in a crouch like a guy in a trench. There was a gun pointing in front of him. You crazy old fool. What with the gun? You're blind. You'll not get a penny, imposter. Get over to that safe and open it up. Never. I'm counting three. One. Two. Better be. He'd shot me with perfect marksmanship. He'd aimed in the direction of my voice. I thought. I moved to side quickly. Emptied my gun. Uncle Walter was propped over the desk. I did him his cheek and neck. He was still alive. The gun pointing in front of him. I crept along the wall to the other side of the room, quietly. I didn't want him aiming in the direction of the sounds again. He aimed the gun. I watched the nozzle of the gun follow me, inching as I moved. The old man was looking at me, watching me, as if he could see it, as if he had perfect vision. Fortune. They soon punctured holes in his plan, didn't 
manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes invite you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present... Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.